everybody. It is the Elemental Podcast live on Monday, August 20th, 2018, 10.56 in the morning. Traffic is clear. Hit that 131. Drive that car like you stole it. Oh, I hope you guys are prepared to get dry TMP to you and please. For the love of all that is holy in Mecca, can we make America smart again? Can we, everybody? Can we do it? I think we probably can. It's Monday. It's good. Good things in the air. Um, exciting news, everybody. Uh, I have an intern on the show. Hooray! Right? Yay! It's good. It's a good thing. Someone to help me out. Maybe make this podcast better. Maybe you can edit this thing. Uh, here's, here's the glitch, the snafu, the problem. He's not here. I don't know why he's not here. Uh, I, I would have started this podcast a long time ago. Uh, today, that is. But uh, I was waiting for him to show up. He ain't here. He should have been here. Um, yeah. So I don't... I'll probably call him. I'm going to call him in a few minutes. If he's not here in like 5-10 minutes, I'm going to call him. Because, you know, it's almost 11. I, I was hoping he would have been here by 10. It's like, it's an hour late. It's your first day on the job. Who here has gone to their first day on the job and was an hour late? Nobody. If anything, you're getting there like an hour early. You're, you're all excited about uh, going to work. It's a new job. It's a new day, a new beginning. And uh, and this guy's already uh, up Shit's Creek without a paddle, as they say. Big news in my world. Uh, I had a couple job interviews. Maybe I talked about this on the podcast. I can never remember. I don't think I did, though. But I had two interviews. I was... Offered the job for both, actually. Everybody was offered the job for both. Uh, both pretty low-level stuff. Uh, both I'm fine with. Again, I, I know where I'm at in the world today. And the one job that I didn't accept was working for a uh, vending machine company. You go and uh, you have a route and you drive the truck and, and you restock vending machines. And, you know, it is what it is. The pay was all right. Uh, you get benefits, all that good stuff. Uh, the hours were fucking ridiculous, though. They they want you to be there at 4.30 in the morning. And uh, you, you, you know, so you're done at, like, noon or whatever. You're done at 1. And so, I mean, that's always a, th a positive thing. You're done in the middle of the afternoon, not not even the middle of the afternoon. Like, as the afternoon's beginning, you're done with the day. Go on and do whatever the hell you want. But then, uh, I know me, I'd probably be falling asleep at, like, 8 o'clock at night. And I'm just thinking to myself, can I live my life as, like, an 8-year-old child again? Can I go and and just do that and miss out on so much and not have a, a life anymore. I guess my weekends are free. But I'm just thinking to myself, fuck, that would just be awful. for Particularly for a job that, like, I get it's just like a job. And if you have a 
vending machine job yourself, good on you. I'm, I'm not trying to, to downplay or whatever, but it's not a job that I particularly have ever been like, you know, that's what I fucking want to do with my life. So I, I, I did some soul searching and, and I'm like, I just, I, I called the guy back and, and I was like, look, man, I, I just can't take the job. I appreciate the offer. I just can't do it. And I had been offered the other job first and I did some soul searching on that too. It also low level job deliveries and some sales for them. And, uh, it's with a company that I would much prefer to work for. It is working with the West Michigan Whitecaps, everybody. Single A baseball team. How about that, everybody? I will be delivering, get this, dipping Dots. That's Space Age ice cream, everybody, somehow. The West Michigan Whitecaps are a distributor for Dippin' Dots. And they need someone to deliver Dippin' Dots. So that's what, uh, that's what I'm going to do, everybody. I'm leaving Spectrum Hospital. I am saying sayonara. Thanks for having me. Not going to deal with poop and 80-year-old men balls anymore. Thank you for playing. I am taking my talents to the big leagues. Maybe with some hopes and thoughts and prayers, take my vitamins, I'll, they'll make me the designated hitter. Maybe they'll pull me out of the bullpen, bring in that 50-mile-an-hour heater that I got, and we'll do what we can for the Whitecaps. So that's exciting news on my part. New, new jobs, new gigs, new digs, new things. We'll see what happens. It should be a good time. I hope you guys enjoy your job. I don't know uh, where my intern is. Um, it's it's irking me a little bit here. I'm gonna. I think I need to fucking call this guy here. Um, let me uh, give this son of a bitch a call. Hold on. All right. Where the hell is his phone number? Oop, there it is. Let's give this guy a phone call. Calling. Hello. Johnny? Yeah, who's calling? Yeah, this is Stu, Johnny. You're st oh, my God. Monday, I Johnny. Was, oh, I thought it was Monday. Jo no, I thought it was Tuesday. I'm sorry. I thought it was Tuesday. I mean, Johnny, uh, you're supposed. This is the first day of your internship. Oh, oh my God! You know what? Yeah. You're not gonna believe. I, I've tried to get there. I was. I live in an elevator. I live in a building with an elevator, and the elevator was super full. And I got on, I said, I got to get there. I can't let you down. So I got on, even though it was crowded. And when the doors shut, they like shut on my wiener. How, what? They shut on your what? They, they, the doors shut on my wiener and I couldn't get out because it like, you know, it had pinched my wiener. So I was like kind of trapped and everyone else in the elevator just climbed out the top. 
I know this looks bad. I swear I tried. In fact, I'm actually still in the elevator with my ding-dong caught in the door. Your wiener... You're telling me your wiener is in the elevator door? Yeah, something is wrong with this elevator. you got to call someone. I said, trust me, as soon as I get to get me out, I am going to sue them for wiener damages. But right now, you have to understand that nothing is more important to me than getting to, you know, to this internship. I need this thing, you know? Johnny, you thought it was, yeah. you thought it was Tuesday. Right. I, well, that was when I first woke up. But then I kind of was like, oh, wait a minute. You know what? I should go in a day early or whatever. It doesn't matter. My point is that my wiener is caught in an elevator. Right. How big is your wiener? Oh, what the, oh it's, I mean, you know, it's like probably the size of your, you know, of your head. My head? <laughs> yeah. Johnny, I'm having a hard time believing all of this. You know what? Tell you what, after we get off the phone, I'm going to text you a picture of my wiener that I took last night. Oh, Jesus. Please don't. Please. No, it's, I, it's, already, it's actually already been sent. Oh, God. I it before you called. I was, uh, I was in the elevator before the door shut. I had already texted it. I, I was excited about having you here today, though, Johnny. Like, I needed someone to get me coffee, and then I was hoping I you know, could help me I edit this get, thing. I want to get you coffee, and I want to help you edit it. It's just that right now my wiener's in a real weird place, and I have to be here for it. you got to be there for your wiener? Well, I, I mean, I'm attached to it. I have to be here with it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to cut it off just for some dumb internship. You could maybe, uh, listen, if you're really dedicated to the internship, it could have been like, what was that movie, 127 Hours? And then you got to chop yeah. off your wiener. Maybe, maybe you could have chewed it off, Johnny. Did you ever think about that? Chewing off your wiener? Uh, I asked, there's another old lady in the elevator with me, and I asked her to, and she threw up and passed out. She's right here. She's right my feet. Kick her in the head for me, Johnny. What's that? Kick her in the head. Yeah, she just, I think she might have died. Johnny, I'm not sure how this internship's going to work because I'm not sure I believe your excuse. Uh, I, all right, well, I don't know what to tell you. If you if you come to my apartment yeah. and you go in the lobby, you'll and go to the elevator, go to the lobby, look at the elevator, you'll see this weird red circle sticking out of the line in the middle of the elevator doors with a little slit in the, in the middle of it. That's my pee hole. That's the other end of my weenie. Dear God, Johnny, that is a horrible descriptor. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I'm just here. I'm kind of stuck to this wall. I, you know, I don't know. Johnny, you... I'm going uh, to call the repairman, and right after he comes and fixes the elevator and gets my ding-dong out, I'm going to call my landlord and tell him he's got a big... Johnny, you are the only person who applied for this internship, so uh, I think I might need to keep you around. We're going to have to talk, though, all right? All right. 
So get your wiener. Is it okay if we do it Wednesday? Because I think tomorrow I'm going to get my penis caught in the elevator again. I do it on Mondays and Thursdays, Johnny. We talked about this. Oh, that's right. I wrote it down somewhere. You know what? I wrote it down on the head of my wiener, and that's on the other side of the door, so Uh, I can't look at it right now. Johnny, uh, I'm not sure this is going to work out. Nothing in my life has been more important to me than this internship. It's what it's what gets me up in the morning. It's what's the most important thing to me above all, about religion, about family. I need this internship. Johnny, you didn't know the days I did the podcast. Do you know the name of the podcast? Yes. Okay. What is, what is it? Oh, seriously? You're going to make me say it? Yes. That's a good name for a podcast, but you're wrong, Johnny. Johnny, you're, you're, I gotta let you go, man. Stu, this is the most important thing I've ever experienced in my life. You can't do this to me, Johnny. You're gonna have to get your wiener out of the elevator. I'll do what I can. Do what you can, Johnny. Shoot me a picture of your wiener, Johnny. All right, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you an after picture since they're saying it before picture. All right, please do. Uh, I'm going to have to talk to your uh, your academic advisor, though, about this. All right, well, I'll have him. I'll, find, I'll, I'll go to his office and I'll have him text you a picture of his wiener. Sounds good, Johnny. All right, thanks. All right, well. kick that old lady again. Okay, I will. All right, see you. All right. Bye. Uh, that was Johnny. Uh, who is no longer my intern. Uh, didn't know the name of the podcast. Uh, didn't know the days I did the podcast. Has some uh, bullshit excuse about his wiener in the elevator. Uh, if he sends me a picture of his wiener stuck in the elevator, I will make that the picture for today's podcast. But uh, hey, if, uh, if you want to be my intern... I am looking for an intern to get me coffee and uh, maybe uh, edit this thing in some way. Maybe put a musical bumper up front and then we're no longer dry. Maybe that's a bad idea. I think that's a bad idea, everybody, because I I like staying dry. I can't can't lie to you. Uh, I I like the amateurness of this podcast. Clearly, no money has been spent on this podcast at all at any time. We'll see, everybody. We'll see. Uh, something weird happened to me other than the intern uh, being a weirdo and a freak. I got pulled into a Facebook fight of sorts. Uh, had nothing to do with me. Um, I barely know the two people who were fighting. And it all stemmed from something that I never saw and, pr- and never will be able to see. There was something happening in a... Uh, closed Facebook group. I still don't even know what it was. Uh, Apparently, some guy had been outed as a sexual perpetrator, uh, an offender, a big old creep, whatever. And so all these people are throwing around accusations saying he did this, that, and whatever. And I'm getting all of this like third-hand, everybody. Not even second-hand, third-hand. So I don't know what's what, and I I guess I shouldn't even care what's what, but this is the stupidity of Facebook and social media and why I hate it. Uh, 
And uh, so there was a guy that I know I met through Facebook. Uh, I've only met him like twice face-to-face ever. And apparently, I don't think he necessarily was defending the guy, but it looked as though he was saying you need to be careful with accusations that you throw around uh, because then you can be held for libel, which I guess is what it would be on Facebook. If you're saying, so-and-so fucking rape this person, you're writing it on Facebook. So I always remember... Uh, literature is writing, and so that's why it's libel. Literature, libel. Speech, slander. It's the L and the L and the S and the S. That's how I remember it. That's my uh, mnemonic device to help me figure it out. But he basically was saying you just need to be careful with what you're saying out there because without facts or proof or, or evidence of kinds like that, uh, you could get sued. And, you know, I, I hate to agree with this guy. I mean, I don't even know if I hate to agree with this guy. I, I believe that to be the case. It's, it's, in this day and age, it's very quick to, to throw people under the bus, under this Me Too uh, movement, which, again, I'm, I'm all about. If someone's a fucking creep, out the creep. But you better be 100% right on it, too, right? Because you can destroy, and I guess you can look at... Um, uh, what's his nuts? The guy from At Midnight and the, the nerdist dude, Hardwick, Chris Hardwick, right? Like that, his ex-girlfriend was saying he did all this stuff, uh, emotionally abused her and maybe he physically abused her. And, uh, apparently it's coming out by the law that, uh, the shit didn't happen. There was not enough proof. But in the meanwhile, this guy's reputation gets dragged through the mud he, he lost a, a gig for a moment. He was hosting that uh, Talking Dead show. And uh, so there you go. So that's just a prime example of needing to be careful about what you say because not everything is... Uh, you can't always believe everything. So there we go. So apparently some people were coming back at him uh, and this one lady uh, apparently came at him hard so he made a meme basically you know telling her like you need to be it's very easy to make a meme and make accusations and so he made a meme and an accusation against this one lady and uh so clearly she took offense to it and she tagged all the people who are mutual friends of his and hers and that's how i got dragged into it basically she was saying that this guy is a psycho and a weirdo and whatever and uh she is a woman that i have never met as far as i know um and so i found it strange that she she dragged me into it and i didn't respond to it i didn't like it i wanted nothing to do with it uh she is preaching to the choir on her page though uh because i mean everyone on her page is a friend of hers and so it's always going to be like yeah this guy's a dick and this and that whatever and I, again, I 100% agree with if someone did something deplorable and horrible, kind of like my intern uh, lying to me about not being here with his wing-wang stuck in the elevator. Uh, what the, the fuck? You just need to be careful with what you're throwing out there. Because so many people take things to gospel. And it's just so much, so much just fucking garbage out there, everybody. I get tired of the garbage... 
and I'm not a fan of it. God, I'm not a fan of it. It makes me want to stay off Facebook and social media. And as a comic, you really, you can't. I guess you just choose to ignore things. Um, so that's why yesterday I asked if, if people were doing good things in the world. You know, I specifically asked. I, I was like, uh, you know, there are smart people out there and people do good things. And I want to know about it because I didn't want to talk about it today. And so I had a couple people... Uh, commented on it. Uh, Dennis Goble talked about Dr. Jen. And Dr. Jen is the woman I've talked about on this podcast. I had her on my talk show. She's a vet- veterinarian who runs Crash's Landing, which is a cat shelter here in Grand Rapids. Uh, they take care of homeless cats and stray cats. And it's a no-kill shelter. And they take on cats that have a feline leukemia or feline HIV, which other shelters... Uh, often don't take so she's doing a very good thing so if you uh like cats and you want to volunteer i think it's just crasheslanding.org you can go to their website and you can volunteer your time or you can uh, donate whether it's food or money or whatever you would like uh, that was look for things like paper towels uh, sundries like that because uh, it takes a lot to clean up after these cats. I think there's uh, 80 to 100 cats in the shelter right now, so that's a lot of cats. So if you want to help, go check it out. And then uh, Leisha Dezilia talked about her employer. She works for Farmers Insurance, and they have uh, collected over 60,000 items for school kids which is just amazing. And she volunteered with her church in Ionia to get school supplies to kids. And so she works at Farmers Insurance. That's a fantastic thing. I'm glad they're doing that. It's back to school time for kids. And a lot of kids just don't always have all the uh, school items they need. You know, all the supplies, uh, backpacks, paper, folders, pens, pencils. I'm amazed that kids still use pencils. Uh, are we still doing the fill in the dot stuff? Is everything not on tablets now? I mean, it's been forever. It's since I've been in high school. It's been 30 years since I've been in high school. It's crazy. So if uh, you can go donate something too, I know so many schools, uh, their budgets are getting slashed. We got money for, for fucking parades, uh, in Washington, DC to be like, go military. Go soldiers, we need more guns and stuff. Uh, apparently got canceled, which I'm, I'm glad to hear. Uh, apparently they realized that this $92 million parade or whatever the hell it was, I'm arbitrarily throwing out a number, was just too expensive. And thank God people came to their senses. Why do we need a military parade for no particular reason other than to say, we got big dicks! Check out our dicks. Our dicks are as big as Johnny's that are stuck in an elevator. We don't need that, everybody. So if you can help out schools, you can, again, donate some supplies or donate money or, you know, donate time. I'm sure a lot of schools would probably take volunteers to uh, read to kids or help tutor kids or whatever. So if you're an older person, maybe you're a retired teacher, you probably know all the shit I'm already talking about. You're like, Stu, you're a big old fucking stupid head. Uh, We already know about this nonsense. But uh, if you could do that, that'd be great. 
And then she also, uh, Leash also said to look up snuggle snacks or snuggle sacks. And boy, that just sounds like a bad name to me. Snuggle sacks. That sounds like something a pedophile has. Hey, kids, you want to snuggle my sack? Uh, just not a good thing. But um, it's a girl out here in Michigan. She's from Flint, Michigan, because I did Google it. And her name is Addison Goss. And boy, thank you very much, Addison, for doing this. But uh, I got to say, fuck your parents for naming it Addison, at least the way it's spelled. It's A-D-D-I-S-Y-N. Addison. Why, why do people do that? Why do you take a perfectly decent name, Addison, and then you, you got to fuck it up by making it such a weird-ass spelling? Stop doing that, people. Mary is M-A-R-Y, not M-A-E-R-I-E. Mary, no, get the fuck out of here. It doesn't work like that. I'm an old man, and I hate how things are being done today. But at the time of this article, which was written last year, she was a fourth grader, 10 years old, and she was making the things called snuggle sacks which are survival kits with toiletries, snacks, and warm coverings for men and women on the streets. And she was delivering them to locations and soup kitchens in Lansing, the state capital of Michigan, and Flint, which is about 20 minutes from where Addison was living. And uh, with help from her family, because clearly, all right, can we be honest, everybody? These kids are doing great things, but this 10-year-old is not making snuggle sacks by herself. Where is she getting money to make snuggle sacks? right? Because she apparently has made over 1,075 snuggle sacks. 10-year-old isn't making that kind of money. I'm not making that kind of money that can do these things, but I'm very grateful that she's doing it. Addison, good for you. Uh, if you live in the Michigan area and you want to help out, uh, they have a Facebook group. It's Snuggle Sacks M-I. S-N-U-G-G L-E-S-A-C-K-S-M-I. Or you can email them at snugglesacks. God, I, I'm struggling today. And that's a S-N-U-G-G-L-E-S-A-X. Sax is in like saxophone. Snugglesacks at gmail.com. You can uh, donate some uh, items that she can use or some cash or whatever. And uh, help out some uh, people who are struggling. Help out the homeless. It all started, too, uh, when she found out she saw her grandfather, who was uh, living in a veteran's home. And uh, she hadn't seen him in years, I guess. And she had discovered that he had been homeless himself. He was homeless for years. And so she went on this... Uh, this uh, decision-making idea of making snuggle sacks. So good for her. It's always weird to me when you find out, like, I mean, clearly Addison and her family were doing all right if they're doing all this uh, snuggle sack stuff. But then uh, one of her parents, parents, her grandfather, was homeless. And it makes you go, man, how did that happen? Like, why? And I'm not trying to judge, but I'm just curious as to, like, why wasn't he living with them? Like, what was going on? And... I don't know, maybe the dude had uh, mental health issues or substance abuse issues or whatever this or that, but all, all very awful stuff. So if you can help out, 
that would be fantastic with the snuggle sacks go check that out and then lastly uh annette hopkins a woman that i went to high school with always said that you can become like a uh, organ donor platelet donor a blood donor which i encourage i do blood donations every 56 days i go down there to the blood center and do it so do that you can be it's a simple thing to do but she sent me an article about um back in buffalo new york everybody there were these kids that they call they're sprinkling kindness everybody and uh that's kind of weird but uh they're sprinkling kindness and there was a news article one of the news stations in buffalo so i'm gonna play you hopefully oh this dumb thing's showing an ad god knows why it's doing that everybody's got to make money hopefully oh here it is all right listen it we love celebrating the great kids of western new york that make this a better place to live we certainly do and two kids from amherst are learning at a very young age that it's better to give than to receive and they're doing that by sprinkling a little kindness Six-year-old Layla Switzer and her four-year-old brother Zane love these things. A coloring book. And a water bottle. Water bottle. And some crayons. But they think some other little boys and girls will love them even more. And that's why they're packing them up to give... So they're just putting stuff into bags. And, you know, mom bought all the supplies. These kids are putting the stuff in the bags. It's kind of like... Remember how we used to, like, wrap gifts... Uh, you go to someone's birthday party and you'd wrap up a gift. Uh, but now they're like, fuck that. Wrapping gifts is too difficult. Let, we're just going to put uh, something in a bag, in a paper bag, and then we're going to put some uh, tissue paper on top. And we're going to call it good. That's what we're doing nowadays. Okay, so that's what the kids are doing. Good so far. Them away in a project they created called Sprinkle Kindness. It means to spread kindness around the world, and it means to put a smile on the face and never see someone with a sad. It's funny how this little girl is talking, and it's her and her little brother. I think they said she's six and he's four, and she's talking about putting a smile on people's faces, and the brother is sitting next to her, and he couldn't look more sad about it he's he is not smiling so with the help of mom and dad they complete a random act of kindness every week we wanted to teach the kids about kindness compassion early on in life we have given donuts and coffee to construction workers we have made care packages for the homeless we have uh, put flowers on people's cars. We've done that a couple of times. We donated food to the Compass House. Okay, you ready to go? And this week, Layla and Zane brought these care packages to Haven House, a domestic violence shelter where many children come with sometimes nothing more than the clothes on their backs. What you It almost leaves me speechless to see um, a mom teaching her little kids about the other kids that might not have as much as them. It just, it means so much and I think it could have such a long-term impact on our community as a whole. These little girls and these two little boys is to sprinkle kindness every week for a year but the lessons Layla and Zane are learning will stick with them for a lifetime I hope that they continue to be kind and compassionate throughout their life and I love that they are loving it it just makes me very proud as a parent I want to do it forever sprinkle kindness
And their hope is that the kindness will spread. And they actually write it on the little sprinkle kindness tag. They ask the recipients to pay it forward, to do something nice for someone else. Maybe take those flowers that were left in your car and put them on another car. Do something nice. A great lesson. And I wasted all that time teaching my kids to shoot a hockey puck. Yeah. <laughs> if they lived in Buffalo, you wasted fucking time. The Sabres suck balls. But anyway, so that, yeah, I mean, that's a good thing. It's the whole pay it forward kind of stuff. It's, uh, you are definitely uh, instilling good stuff in your children uh, with kindness and empathy. So if you're interested in that stuff, this particular thing, Sprinkle Kindness has a Facebook uh, page, Sprinkle Kindness 716, which is the area code for Buffalo. Greatest of all time! So go check out Sprinkle Kindness 716. And uh, help some people out that way, too, man. Get involved. Go do some goodness. I like goodness. You like goodness? I like goodness. I like goodness in my uh, grilled cheese sandwich. That's where I want all the goodness to go. Um, now we're going we're gonna to end with that goodness, though, everybody. I can only handle so much of the schmaltzy stuff, the, the good stuff like that. Um, the older I get, the crankier I get. Uh, it's just how it is. I don't like it to be that way. I almost think it's like a genetic thing. And uh, my buddy Michael Dean, who is a listener to this podcast, he posted a link to an article that's called Why the Older You Get, the More You Hate Everyone and Why That's Okay. And it is on runwonder.com. I have no idea what the fuck that uh, website is. But uh, here we go. I'm going to read it to you, everybody, because that's what I like to do. Gather around the campfire, everybody. It's story time. True story, it begins. I no longer have a lot of friends. I'm on the same page with my family, and it seems like my siblings are my only friends. Other than them, I don't like anyone else. I used to have a large circle of friends and was capable of making new friends very easily. I wasn't shy, rather self-confident and extremely sociable. More importantly, I believed that these people would stay with me forever. They were more than friends to me, pretty much like non-blood relatives. And you know, I can relate to that. There have been lots of group of people that I thought, like, I'm buddies with these guys through thick and thin forever. And that happened uh, in high school, that happened in college. That's happened through young adulthood, and uh, groups of people have just kind of come and, and gone, and it makes me wonder, is it me, or is this just everybody? So, continuing. However, as time passed by, things notably changed. Each and every one of them left, and left me broken to pieces. That's the thing about people. They always walk away as an unpleasant and miserable as the sounds. The truth is that everyone can relate to it. And I do relate to that. Everybody walks away. And I guess I've walked away from people too. I'm like, fuck you. I'm out of here. Peace. The bottom line is that the older you get, the harder it is to make new friends. Fact. You come to realize that you hate everyone. What's more, this is okay. And I don't think I hate everyone. There's just certain things of like, I just don't want to do stuff. You get stuck in your ways. It's, life is easier that way. Like I got, yesterday I was invited to a coworker, was having a bonfire at his house. And he invited me and he's like, hey, would you come? And I was like, 
Absolutely not. Uh, I'm I'm just not going to go. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that I've mentioned before on this podcast, the majority of my coworkers are probably under the age of 25. I am probably older than a lot of my coworkers' parents. And it's nothing against them, but it's just kind of like, all right, we're going to get together. We're going to hang around a campfire. And then what? I just, I'm not good at small talk. I don't, I don't have much in common with these people. And it's not a, a bad thing. It's just, uh, why, why am I going to be there? I just, I don't need to be there. I, I'm saving your time. I'm saving my time. No one's going to be uncomfortable. All right. Continuing with the article, as we get older, the desire to please wrong people vanishes. Fuck yeah, that is 100% true. I don't care about most people and what they think. The only people I care about are the listeners of the Elemental Podcast, the Six Member Mafia. You are the only people I give a shit about. Why we end up with so many wrong people as our friends, at least we want to think of them that way, is our desire to be a part of the hot and happening lot. Our desire to be popular. Most of us do wrong and destructive things to impress people in our bid to be friends with everyone, and I, I just I can't do it. I, I'm not trying to please everybody, and it's like my comedy. of Like, I get my comedy is not going to make everybody laugh, and I don't care. If you don't laugh at what I have to say, that's fine. That's cool. I get it. Not everyone's going to like what I say. I talk about my dick too lot. I cuss too much. Uh, I say weird things, and that's fine if you don't get it. Move move on to uh, fucking Jeff Foxworthy or Jeff Dunham or any other comic named Jeff. It's all right. During the phase, we can't even get the alarming signals that scream we are being used by toxic people. And I like to think of toxic people as those popular people. Fuck them. But with age, we gain maturity. Well, I don't know about that. And develop eyes that show us the real picture. It does not feel good to please anyone by doing harmful and humiliating things for someone else's pleasure or fun. I simply don't want to put up with people who have no desire to make our friendship long-lasting. If someone just wants to play foul and derive from, from it... They are most welcome to leave because I will no longer bear with their filthy behavior. Fuck, are they talking about leaving me? It sounds like this person's talking about leaving me. The older you get, the less you care about making new friends. The older you get, the less you trust fake people. Yep, that's true. God bless America. Fake people can fuck themselves. The older you get, the less you choose to put anyone before yourself. And God, that yes. Yes. In this day and age, it's me first. There's no one ahead of me except maybe the members of the six-member mafia. I will go out of my way. I will lay my life down for the six-member mafia. So uh, I don't know if you're as old as me, and maybe that's how you feel. Maybe you're younger, and you're like, No, I don't feel like that. I, I want to be friends with everybody. I want, Still, you should have gone to that bonfire. You could have had some pizza, and maybe you play some bags, and you make some new friends when you're doing a keg stand. I'm not about it. I'll stay at home, watch some Netflix. I don't give a shit. I, although, I would like to say, God bless America. I'd like to have at least one or two friends that I can fucking just uh, talk to about stuff and not worry about getting judged. Fuck, you, you, you say so much stuff and you just 
everybody's worried about judging you or whatever. Kind of like uh, what I was talking about earlier with that dude and the girl. And the dude just like, you just got to be careful what you put out. Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Da, 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 da. And, and, and the guy uh, was a lawyer. So it's not like he doesn't know what he's talking about. But uh, everybody fucking hates everybody. But go to a Sprinkle Kindness 76 or Snuggle Sacks. Please come touch my snuggle sacks. Let let me know that my snuggle sacks are fine. Can you can you juggle it? My sn- snuggle sacks. Hey, we had Jamie and I had a really good time last Thursday for Adventure Thursday. Uh, I don't want to talk about it because uh, we'll talk about it on Thursday what we did, but it was a great time. Uh, if you do follow me on Facebook, you might have saw some of the things we did because uh, I like to check in. That's one of the things I'm doing on Facebook, checking into shit. So check in the stuff. So uh, we got something super cool. Jamie told me what it was, what we're doing on Thursday, something super cool. And we'll talk about that too. I'm, I'm going to make her uh, talk about it since I already know. And it's very cool. Actually, it has me nervous. I'm nervous about it. I'm a nervous Nelly, everybody, because we're going to do something that's going to put me out of my comfort zone. And uh, as I just talked about, when you're old like me, you don't like getting out of your comfort zone. You just want to stay at home with the wean dog and watch Netflix. That's all you want to do. Maybe read a book. God damn, I got to read more. Stop being stupid. But uh, it's going to be good times. If you have any suggestions for Adventure Thursday, or if you go on Adventure Thursday, I want to know. I want to know. It's important. And again, uh, it doesn't need to be anything crazy. You can be just something simple in your hometown. You went to a museum in your hometown. You, You saw some cool art exhibit. You went out to a slam poetry show which I personally don't get, but if that's your thing, uh, that would be out of my comfort zone, going to slam poetry. Maybe I should do that. I think there's some place tonight doing some slam poetry. I'll go check that out possibly. We'll see. Just get out of your comfort zone. Try not to be a dick too, all right? Maybe that's one of my new mottos. Don't be a dick. Do your best. Don't be a dick. All right, everybody, that's it for today. Um, I'm probably going to fire Johnny. Uh, I'm not interested in knowing anything more about his wiener. I'm going to look for another intern. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, if you guys are interested, I do have some six-member Mafia shirts. They're 20 bucks. That would include shipping and handling. They're black with yellow print. It's a six-member Mafia with Elemental Podcast underneath it. Uh, I will get you one in your size. Currently, I have a larges and a double extra large. I will mail it to you. Just let me know. I take PayPal, uh, whatever you want to do. If you guys can go like the fan page too, Elemental Podcast. And I know some people think I'm saying Elemental Podcast, and I think that's just how I talk uh, because I'm an idiot and I slur my words. I, I saw a speech therapist when I was a kid. I couldn't say my S's. And how awful is that, that my name begins with an S and there's an S in my last name and I couldn't say S's. I'd say Stu, I guess. I don't know. I I would say it wrong. My life was horrible as a child. Uh, So LMN 
O podcast. L M N O podcast. Just say L Menno. L Menno. 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 And I knew about that because uh, someone talked about that on Reddit. I went and I actually looked at the Reddit page. Uh, thanks for doing it, Mark. Uh, you are a godsend. I know, I think there's only been three comments on it. There's not a lot to say about this other than Wean Dog is the best dog in the world. And uh, there is the fan page, the fan fan page, Six Member Mafia, and then Six S-I-X-X Member Mafia. Go there, too, if you'd like. Uh, Mike runs that. Uh, don't get on his bad side. Uh, butts and, and lips and going hot dogs. Uh, and that's it. Tell everyone about this, if you could, please. I only survive because of you, and I hate to say it, I would survive without you because I do this for me and the six-member mafia. But if the six-member mafia, if you guys ever fucking betrayed me, I'd still continue to do this podcast. So, I love you guys. I hope you stay dry. T&P to you. Uh, screw Johnny and his big wiener stuck in the elevator. Uh, please, for the love of all that is holy and Mecca, make America smart again. Uh, Sprinkle Kindness 716, snuggle sacks. Please, someone, snuggle my sacks. Have a good day. Peace. Goodbye. Wean dog.